This is Paul Nobles from eatbeform.com and I am sitting here with Sarah Kumar who has stopped frantically typing in the background so we can hear her. Um, Sarah, do you want to say hi? I'm still really quiet. Okay, gotcha. So stealth typing in the background. That's right. So I've already talked a little bit to the Facebook audience and letting everybody know what the purpose of this uh, meeting is and we basically take you know any of our lifetime clients and we kind of run through their plans um, some sort of interesting developments are happening in the eat to perform world and so I'm going to talk a little bit about that my guess is that if you're an eat to perform member you're going to hear more about this very soon um, but the long story short is that our app is like really super close um, and so I'm expecting within a day or two to be opening up things um, for a bigger announcement and so now there are um, eat to form you know I know some people go oh you know there's there's an eat to form app and it's seven dollars and then there's another eat to form app um, there, this would basically make the third app um, the first one was, right. a, was a calculator um, that you can use. Um, pretty basic stuff from like four years ago is just still in there. Um, and then, you know, we did like a little fat loss course, um, which a lot of people find are, are found interesting um, for a short while. But uh, for the most part, I think that uh, that sort of... Um, the shelf life of that course wasn't that long. We we probably right. did that for six months. I, I think I think we put that out like two years ago, and since we started doing the trend sheets and stuff like that, it really wasn't that necessary um, to do that because you know one of the things that we had always gotten from people was, hey, do you guys have an app? And we were like, mm -hmm. I wonder what that app should do. You know, um, yeah. and, and so the calculator was the first version. The the second version was a fat loss course, but the real version where you know clients could interact with eat form coaches and stuff like that is going to be the new um, the new app. I'm not going to tell you what it's called because I don't want you searching it right now. But in the yeah. in the next couple days, um, you will be able to see that and we'll announce that um, on a wider scale what we don't want is a whole bunch of people downloading the app and and uh, um, they're not clients and you know we're trying to tell mm -hmm. them hey you know like this is really for members um, yeah so anyway uh, just wanted to Kind of touch base. How how are things in Chicago? It's like super icy here. It's actually really nice now. It's like forty degrees. Um, it's like wet outside because everything's melted, but it's really nice out. Yeah, see no more here. Ice for us right now. See here. It is just cold enough for all the water that's melting on a daily basis. Like this is basically how the day goes. Okay. So I wake up in the morning and I go to walk my dog and my dog is slipping down the driveway. In her booties? 
Oh Does yeah. She have her booties on? She's 100% okay. in her booties. Um so she's sliding down, I'm sliding down and oh, hopefully neither of us fall, but uh when she falls it's, it's you know, it's funny because you know, you know what ice is like, but your dog doesn't. Yeah. And so your dog is like, "What the heck kind of magic was this that just happened to me?" Oh. Um so so she Poor does babe. slip on on occasion. Um, you know, we don't always get her booties on like super, super tight. I don't know if you've ever had a dog yeah. with booties, but, um, nope. they get a little, and sweetie pie would not like it. Yeah. They get a little floppy at the end sometimes. So when they're walking, it uh -huh. gets to be a little annoying. So, um, we try uh -huh. to get them on as tight as we can, but you know, sometimes that happens. Okay. But basically what, what ends up happening is by the end of the day, um, it does warm up enough and today's actually there's not a lot of sun usually if there's some sun you know we can actually get get some melting the problem is yeah. is that if you go to the street there's there you know they only plow to a certain point and so the drains right. you know aren't ready to take this water yet and the water doesn't even get to the drain in most instances right. so basically yeah. like a big ice rink ends up building up at the bottom of your driveway, you know, by oh, four to five o'clock in the afternoon, it's a puddle. By four to five o'clock in the morning, it's an ice rink. Yeah. Ice. And so, um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's been interesting. Um, you can walk on the streets right now. Of course, you know, I live near a high school, so you're pretty much taking your, life in your own hands doing so you know there's this one kid that drives around in like this subaru um it's, it's like tricked up and you know it's got the big exhaust he doesn't even stuff. know that you have his number that's what's so funny. oh god like this kid has no idea i mean Junior has got his number that's i mean true. if he ends up crashing you know and ends up in my lawn at one point i'm just gonna pull him out and set him straight you know mm. But, but like, he'll go through, like, the, the little yeah, – first of all, he's actually a really good driver, you know. Um, oh, that's good. Because – like me. Because uh, – okay, so that, that one just threw me off a little bit. But uh, the idea of you being a good driver. Um, <laughs> you might you, – you actually, I've never driven in the snow with you. So you might be the best snow driver ever. That's right. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's the maybe that's the secret to your crazy with driving, you know. Yeah, probably is. Um, but the kid is actually really good on ice. You know, I mean, a lot of Minnesota kids are really good on ice, and um, some of the video games probably have helped that a little bit. Yeah. Um, like turning in, turning into slides and and things like that. But this this dude's driving around in a real car doing this stuff, you know, and it does drive you crazy. A couple years ago, he was a little worse. I don't know if somebody had a discussion with him or not, but, you know, I mean, he was driving through the neighborhood at like 40, 50 miles per hour with, with ice. And then, you know, there's these other, you know, teenage drivers. Um, yeah. That and scary, right? every single day I feel like I'm just, teenagers. yeah, every single day I feel like I'm just 
getting older and older to a point where I'm just like waving my fist old guy, you know? Yeah. Um, you might be. You might it, be a little bit. It, yeah. So. We had finals this week. So like Tommy has been, you know, my kids have been driving together for the first time every day. Okay. You know, that's an odd kind of, I mean, wait till your girls are driving together to get to the same place. Well, my it's girls. weird. Yeah. My girls don't go to the same school. Um, so we, that. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like they're getting in a car, just the two of them. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're getting along that well that they're going to sit in the car together. Like, do you ever have moments? I mean, I, I know you're going to think that I'm jinxing you or something like this, but I have moments where my wife and my two daughters are in the car alone and like you think of the worst case scenario and you think yeah don't do that that's what i'm thinking about i do that you're talking about teenage drivers yeah so my boys are driving to a high school that all the kids are driving but my point being is that you'll never get over it right like right i mean you'll you'll always i mean if i'm thinking it when my wife's driving you know and i would argue I would argue that my, um, you know, we haven't really been able to keep up with my oldest daughter um, at this point mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, there's just so much ice. And so she hasn't really been able to, to get, you know, onto, um, you know, the roads very much. But but I was I was making the case that she was actually a better driver than my wife. Um, my wife is actually a pretty good driver, truthfully. Um, the only problem is she's a zigzag driver, you know? So so she goes from one end of the lane to another end of the lane. Um, yeah. But but in general, my wife is... He's of driving, though, I would say. I think he's an excellent driver. You're just kind of hypersensitive to people's driving, I think. That's what I think. Yeah, that's possible. So Christy is asking a question, um, and... I'm going to go and see if I can pull up her trend sheet. You want me to pull it up? Mm, I think I got it. Good job, Paul. I'm so proud of you. Thank You're doing you. all this app work, like all of this transition work. You were like our regular IT guy now. Yeah. No. It's what I've always dreamt of being, actually. You're practically a developer. Yeah. So Christy's saying that she has been sick and that she is in fat loss mode and that the um, she's sort of staying weight stable. And a lot of the time, what we'll hear from people um, is that they're weight stable because of the last six to seven days right um and certainly when you're not feeling well and macros aren't on point um that can be an issue she actually had kind of a seven day period where she was a lot lower than the plan um and you know i think it's just a matter of being sick and, uh, you know, sometimes you have to get through that, you know, let's think about what it is to be sick. You know, one, you're going to be under eating. So two, your sleep's probably not going to be great. And three, you're not going to be working out. <laughs> right. So, um, and not every, you know, not everybody logs perfectly. She, she may have, 
Um, but let me just take a look real quick to when we changed her macros. Um, so, okay, so this is what I suspected. We changed her macros on the 29th. And right when we changed, from right when we changed her macros, um, she's basically down six pounds in three wow. weeks. So she's asking, is it just a part of it that when you're sick, the reality is, is that you're already down six pounds. So you've done yeah. a good majority of the work, you know, um, and, you know, do people get sick, you know, when they're under eating and not sleeping as well? You know, what you're ultimately doing when you're in a deficit cycle is you're adding an element of stress that can be a net negative for um, your body and, and ultimately can, you know, cause some of the hurdles that cause people to fail. And so that's something that, you know, we always want to keep people aware of. Um, I probably would not uh, be thinking of making a change because when I look at, you know, Christy's uh, steps right before uh, she got sick, they were, they were good. And they were a strong contributor to, uh -huh. you know, the progress that she was making. So when she lost the five or six pounds, you know, a lot of that came when her work capacity was good. So then now let's take a look at what happened. See, this is the little piece right here that I don't think the good majority of people account for. And when they don't account for it, they're really missing a, a big part. So as an example... Um, one of the days was the 8th that she um, had basically slept for a little over four hours for that day. And um, on that day, you know, she was only able to get in 1,600 steps, you know. Well, yeah. you know, when you don't sleep, you really don't feel like doing that much. And so that, that makes sense. Now, she did have a couple other days where her sleep started to get a little bit better. I know when I was sick a few weeks ago, um, you know, I'd wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Some days I could get back to sleep. Other days I couldn't, you know, because my throat was sore, started coughing. Mm -hmm. You know, you always forget some of the things that you've learned when you're in these situations. Um, and... The minute I started, this is so stupid, but the minute I started using um, cough suppressants and, and lozenges, like I slept better, you know? Um, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I try to do as little as possible as it relates to Advil and, you know, all the different things. I like, I like my body to kind of try yes, to heal yeah. itself, you know? But there are times where that stuff does help and make a difference so she's been back in some semblance of the normal routine for the last three days with steps going up and yeah. I just don't know that you can really say okay because of the last three days now she would argue that she's been stuck you know for 
you know, 14 days or maybe even 13 days. But the reality is that's not true because she was under eating, under sleeping, you know, um, all these different things. And then, you know, when you're doing that, you know, and, and your steps and activity, you know, because I have to imagine that when her steps were this low, she wasn't working out, you know, the way that right. she normally would, right? So all no. of those, all of those things factor. And, and what I think happens for most people is they get to a moment like this. And I have to say, like, in my, when, in my last cut, um, I had sort of a similar type scenario where, you know, I just, you know, for me, it was sleep. You know, I was just coming back mm -hmm. from, from Europe and I couldn't get the sleep straightened out and I and, you know and it lasted for three to four weeks and ultimately I had to just stop my cut because it you know the hurdles were too great you know um I think if if uh here's here's my recommendation first of all when we give somebody cutting numbers it's not typically going to be the most aggressive numbers yet right so it's possible that she's stalled with the numbers that she's at and does need to go lower. Okay, so we'll start with that conversation. I still feel like, you know, if we're building three days of steam, let's try and get in at least one more week so we can then go, okay, we're definitely stuck. My workouts are better. My steps are better. My sleep is better. You know, and I'm not seeing any scale movement. Six pounds in three weeks, that's pretty damn good, you know? Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people just don't give themselves credit for the progress that they are making mm -hmm. and focus on the progress that they want rather than, you know, realizing that it's a process. We're, we're ultimately right. setting things up where um, we're not trying to go as aggressive as possible as soon as possible, right? Um, so that's something to keep in mind. So here's what I would do. Um, one, your sheet for some reason doesn't have the request to review, but I would like you to request a review one week from today so we can see how things are coming along and see if we need to make an adjustment and get a little bit more aggressive. Um, you know, right now you're probably about halfway through, actually a little bit less than halfway through, uh, you know, what we would consider a cutting cycle to be. Um, mm -hmm. And you're more than halfway um, in terms of what I would see as a reasonable goal, right? Um, and so probably four more pounds down would be where, where I would think we would want to stop, you know. And so we have roughly five weeks to get four more pounds down, right? And if you go even more, if, if it, it happens that you end up losing more than that, then awesome, right? Okay. But right now, I don't see any reason to change. But, you know, if in a week from now, you're still stuck, then, then let's do it. But let's not ignore that some of these changes might have been a little bit of the reason why you're sick right now you know yeah absolutely so keep that in mind 
but good question. I think that allowed us and to unpack Christy, some so interesting you know, ideas. Your notes from, from the call or when you're in a webinar, your notes are, I'm always putting them in your DDE tab for you. So that's another reminder for you. Make sure you click request a review um, or tag your coaches and request a review in one week. Gotcha. Okay. All right. She's headed back to work. Super. Um, yeah, the, uh, the other thing that I, you know, we're seeing a lot right now is funny because two weeks ago when we were talking to people, um, everyone sort of had the same problem. They were mostly, uh, you know, kind of in in all hell's breaking loose mode, right? <laughs> and now, and now, what you're seeing is that everybody's jumping back in the plan, and 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 they're seeing yeah. real good results. I just wonder, like, how many people? Because there's 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 just all these different stories in the social groups that we have of people mm -hmm. talking about their friends who aren't sleeping, their friends who are you know are involved in some kind of weight loss challenge. Um, mm -hmm. that, you know, their results are similar to the starvation people without the starvation piece. They're just jumping back into their plan and not being, right. what was the, what, what did, um, what did the guy call, um, hmm. December? I think he called December oh. cheat month. Uh um, something like that yeah i don't love the i don't love the verbiage of cheat um but yeah. but it does give some perspective on on what december's like for most people and uh and yeah but you know i think christy does bring up a good point you know uh, naturally and this is why most people fail dieting you know is they just go as low as possible as quick as possible and then they hit a wall because they get sick or they can't sleep you know um, I would say, you know, if, if you have insomnia, you know, as someone who, who dealt with insomnia for a long time, um, try food first, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like it's just the easiest thing to do. Um, mm -hmm. It never really occurred to me that in some of my dieting cycles that the insomnia got worse. Um, yeah. And it oftentimes set up sort of these bad paradigms that carried over even to times where I, I wasn't dieting and, and maybe even actually acting a little, um, you know, irresponsibly. This, of course, was long before um, Eat Reform. So Russ is saying that I said that I used December as my personal Mardi Gras month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, awesome. that, that, that pretty much is what I think that a lot of people do. I know for myself, um, my goal of December, I was able to accomplish, which was basically just to stay at 175. Um, and then January has been, you know, it's actually been harder, um, yeah. to stay at 175. Just, you know, you know, I talked about this in the, in the private group that people talk about abs are made in the kitchen and I'm just going to tell you right now without moving you're going to struggle 
reaching your body composition goals, right? Right. Because you're just not getting enough in the way of, you know, adaptation related to exercise. I mean, it's amazing, you know, uh, the effect that physical exertion has on you from a standpoint of digestion, from a standpoint of nutrient uptake, from a standpoint of sleep, you know, all of these things end up super, super pos- positive. You know, one of the things that I remembered, I never loved yoga, right? Um, because I, I'm like the tin man and I just, you know, I'm like the least flexible person in the world. But I was doing vinyasa for a while and, you know, it it was hot and then you'd be moving around and I was hoping to not, you know, knock over the other people in the class. Um, But boy, my sleep was, I don't think my sleep, other than with, you know, I guess my sleep is a little bit comparable now with ZMA, but Mm -hmm. previous to ZMA, that was the deepest I'd ever slept, you know? And when you talk about walking and when you talk about um, sleep, those mm-hmm. two things, you get those two things right. I mean, everybody wants to go, you know, as extreme as possible, whether it be right. exercise or under eating. And it's like, if you just ate more whole foods, if you just walked more, if you just moved a little bit more, nothing too extreme, you'd probably see major improvements, but that's not what people want. You know, they want to pull the Band-Aid off as soon as possible, and that right. that has its consequences. You're adding an element of stress to your system, and how your body adapts to that stress is sometimes going to cause the hurdles that ultimately land you in a worse spot right so i think we're not getting a lot of bites on our um our request to our Mm -hmm. lifetime members so i think we can sort of end on that note i think it was a pretty good little session just to kind of talk about um you know i think christy's point it's something that... That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people wonder about that. It's like, well, what do I do yeah. when I stall? Well, you know, there's there's two answers. How long have you been in a deficit, right? And so, mm-hmm. so you might want to look at, you know, what I was thinking of the other day is like, what do you do when you're at the end of your rope, right? You either climb up or you let go. Right. You find another rope. Right. You know, and... Right. um I think, uh, you know, if, if you've been in a deficit 8 to 12 weeks and you've seen good success, um, but you're stalled, that's a good sign that it's time to stop or it's time to reverse yeah. and move back to normal calories. Um, but if you're only in three to four weeks and you were hoping that the first set of macros was going to be the thing that gets you all of the 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 weight loss fat loss um one of the things that she did really good um and i think this is a big mistake that a lot of people make and we talk about this a lot in our coaching um classes um 
when you're in a fat loss phase, really try to keep your activity up because mm -hmm. it it's natural to not feel 100%, which is why you want to go through short periods, right? Because anyone can sustain some things for four to eight weeks. Um, and you can say, okay, I've only got four more weeks. I can gut this out. It won't be a problem. Yeah, I'm sick. Yeah, my sleep's not phenomenal. You know, but keeping that activity up, you know, to your previous levels ends up being part of what makes that deficit effective, right? And that's yeah. one of the things that Christy's doing that I'm hoping she's giving herself credit for. Is uh, it's pretty important. All right, you guys. So we're going to end on that note. I appreciate everybody being here, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Sarah, do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everyone. Have a great weekend. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye, Sarah.